Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that is the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and you're listening to us on webtalkradio.net. And we talk about rock splitting. And when you think the presidential race can't get any crazier, yes, we've had the president of the United States come down with COVID and the first lady, and they fought that back and gotten better, and then... You have the second presidential debate. Well, the commission, without contacting any of the campaigns, decided they're going to do it virtual and just play in the hands of Joe Biden. And Trump's not going to have that. And it just gets crazier everywhere you look, what's going on all across the country. And what what else could happen? How about this? There's a documentary coming out called Trump versus Hollywood. Yeah, and and you have heard who put this documentary together. She's been our guest before. Drum roll, please. Daphne Barack and her husband, Bill Gunasty. We've had them both on before earlier this year, and, and great, great interviews i know you remember them go back in the archives and listen to on bill ganasty had a new book out about uh trump and erdogan there in uh, turkey and how uh trump's getting a new look at the middle east and helping bring in peace there and and bill has a great book very interested in seeing a perspective that maybe we've not seen before and then of course we had her on and talked about her book uh about about rick gates from uh the Mueller uh, escapades, I don't know what you call it, not a Mueller report, it's a Mueller inquisition, but anyway, with Rick Gates uh, talking about the title of the book was to plea or not to plea. So you can go back in the archives, great shows we had earlier this year, and I thought because of COVID, nothing would happen in Hollywood. They had mentioned at the time they were looking at maybe doing some kind of film about the uh, presidential campaign, and and like you and many others, you know there's not anything new in the theaters except for some things they'd put together. Uh, I did see the movie Tenet. <laughs> saw it two or three times. I won't see it again, see if I can capture all that, if anybody's been to see the Hollywood movie Tenet at the theaters. But I will tell you this, that uh, they have put together a film, Trump versus Hollywood, using about 25 actors and actresses and and uh, rappers and and different people in the entertainment business, and there's some liberal, some conservative, but putting together this documentary, Trump versus Hollywood, 
take a listen to the trailer. I'm going to play a little bit, a clip of the trailer, and then we are going to speak with Daphne Barak and Bill Ganasty. So, wow, what a great show, not a better time show. And I'll tell you now, and they will mention it, but if you want to go find out more about this documentary that's coming out very, very soon, you can go to www.fighting41america. And that's fighting for the number four, and then one spelled out O N E America dot com. So take a listen to this clip from the documentary. So what I've seen with the media, who is notorious for having nasty, dirty, low life, highly weird behavior, attack this man because he's the president. I begin to put it together. He knows their secret. I would be a little nervous too. It bothers me that people won't speak to me because I'm a Trump guy. Why is it not okay in Hollywood to be a conservative? I'm defending him because he deserves it. Thank God for independent movies. If I didn't have independent movies, I would never career anymore. Were you scared it would affect your career in Hollywood? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't like to ever feel like Hollywood decides who I am. There's no compassion. They're so hypocritical. It's unreal. They just don't like the man. I get to have choices too. How did our politics get so poisonous? The president was a partner. Because we didn't have Hollywood in, in our back pocket. What they're trying to project. And have Hollywood in, in our back pocket. What they're trying to project. And the way people tell them to put out, you, you don't know anybody's thoughts anymore. But you just can't be friends with somebody because their political opinion is different than yours. You're a bigot. Many people who just wanted to throw him under the bus, the first thing they say, oh, he's a racist. Is he a racist? uncomfortable conversation that we don't want to have. Stop hating. Stop the aggression. Pick a side. Are you black? Are you white? What are you? Is he America first? Yes. If that's racist, then I'm a racist. Insurgent. We have a lunatic in the White House. I feel that it's time to set the example of let's just all get along, you know, we, we can learn from each other, you know, we don't have to uh, hate each other. Over the course of your life, you will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve and that are not always warranted, but you have to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. Well, that was just a part of the trailer that comes with it exciting documentary it's on its way it'll be airing soon so uh, keep everything open i don't we don't know the exact time it's going to be on television but make sure you see that documentary trump versus hollywood and who put it together <laughs> our friend daphne barack and let's get a little introduction here and talk to her Hi, my favorite dentist. Oh, How are you? Hey, Daphne. I'm, I'm doing great. I, as a doctor, and who knows better as a dentist, right? I mean, it's, it's so, I mean, we really had to weigh very carefully uh, whether he 
that important that we have to do it. And the moment we decided, you know, we put all the, you know, the pluses and minuses we understood we have to, especially in the light of history happening in front of us and racism and George Floyd and America divided every day right. more. And uh, on the other end, when the moment we, Bill and I decided, yes, we are going to film Trump versus uh, Hollywood. We also had to uh, to take all the responsibility to ensure the safety of our crew, the actors who have been amazingly trusting in us. And see, now, and right there, Zaphne, because Bill was saying that, I, I find it hard to believe some of these actors would actually let you come in and film, and you had to let, you know, you had to, I guess, make sure they understood you were going to be extra safe and go by the precautions and, and social right? distancing and, and, and face masks. And you masks. remember, you remember Doug, at the beginning, when, when, let me just say backtrack, when, they, okay. uh, when, before, when COVID happened and suddenly we walked into lockdown, Bill and I were called to go, invited to go urgently to Japan uh, as guests of Nikai. Nikai is among the strongest guy. Uh, in Japan, he's a general sec- secretary general of the party. They have different kind of <laughs> democracy there, and that was already in the works there that uh, Prime Minister Abe then uh, was going to transfer power to Suga. So we met uh, all the powers to be, and the reason there a because Bill's uh, book, um, uh, Trump and Erdogan Game Changer, right. is going to be published end of this amounts uh, in Japan and in Turkey by the biggest publisher. So Hanada is a hand-picked publisher, favorite of Suga and um, and uh, Abe, right? So it's very prestigious. And the second thing they wanted me to weigh in on the image of the Olympics, and with the Olympics, there was supposed to be, not, not many people know, a, an announcement that Japan is going to legalize gambling, which is a huge very complicated oh, and they wow. want the right image and of course when they realize they have to postpone the Olympics they call me immediately to do uh, to give my five cents and do uh, damage control so when we were there you know still people there you know there were restaurants open they took us to the best sushi hosted us you know traditionally as the best the Japanese know but boom suddenly America was about to be closed and we were the last Flight from Tokyo, and it oh, was really? quite, a, oh. quite surreal. And the only place they found the flight immediately was from Tokyo to San Diego. We were the only, we were two of the only three people in the first class. We found out maybe there were like two people on the economy afterwards. It was scary. And uh, when we landed in San Diego, Doc, it was one of these surreal moments. Like the world is stopping. So the whole airport, Bill took photos. I have to send it to you. I can. Could you, your viewers could just imagine. I mean, the airport was dark. Even the the boards showing flights canceled and all that, they were dark. Nothing, wow. no electricity. <laughs> and we were walking and quietly, and Bill is taking photos of me in a completely dark, empty airport. And I, as practical as I am, I'm asking Bill, well, how will we find our luggage, right? Yeah. So like there's nothing, no electricity. We wouldn't know which, you know. And as we take down the escalator, suddenly the whole airport is empty, and we see two suitcases. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the the way from San Diego to our vacation home, where we isolated in Indian Wells in the country club, usually can take three hours, you know, with traffic. Boom, one hour and a half, we were home. There were no cars. 
it was quite a bizarre thing. And well, then, of course, I, I'm gonna say, quarantine 14 days. And that's when we were thinking, yes, to go on with the filming, not to go on with the filming of Trump versus Hollywood. Well, I'm glad you went on with it. I, I was thinking when you, you talk about trying to uh, get your luggage at the airport, that, that's one time you didn't have to worry about getting luggage mixed up with somebody else's, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and no traffic problems, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, in California, of all places. But uh, but I am glad. I mean, the last time we were speaking, you were, you know, you told me about you were thinking about doing this film, and I just assume if COVID, it didn't get done because nothing in Hollywood got done. And then Bill was telling and, us, you and know, I'm, how I'm it got very, done. You know, I have I have friends that some of without naming them, which are, you know, Oscar Wiener and some of the most prominent directors and producers, and they were calling me admiringly. How do you do that? I mean, they are they are. Still, some of the indefinite hiatus because you know the COVID is coming back and the numbers are going. As you know, as we speak, France and, and UK are scaling back. They just, uh, you know, um, uh, open, you know, closed again the bars. Israel again is in a lockdown. It's quite scary. Well, we've heard from Daphne a bill. Uh, you said this whole documentary, Trump versus Hollywood. Now, does it have a theme? Is it to we live in a divided America, but does this have a theme to unite America? That's that's what that's what the uh, that's what the documentary became. You know, uh, to unite people, we are saying Daphne says at the end, "Can we talk?" You know, that's how she ends the documentary. Uh, after talking to twenty-four people, she says, "Can we talk to them?" And then uh, the idea is, "Can we unite?" Uh, can we make it one America? What is divided America right now? Well, uh, Bill, one thing I want to know, you know, everything I heard during COVID, everything in Hollywood has been shut down. So how, 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 how did you get this documentary made? We did it because, uh, I mean, we, we, we took the guidelines, right? The blue guidelines came out from Trump. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, uh, administration from President Trump, you know, that blue and white thing. We took that thing in front of us. We said, what's the guideline here? Good. It says put a mask, keep the space, you know, make your own decision, have a common sense, you know? Yeah. So based on that, we said, you know, that blue and white thing that came out of the White House from President Trump said, you know, live your life like an American would. And so we did. We start. We continued living like that, even though there was an epidemic out there, right? right. So we did not stop living. So we continued living. So we, we adjusted. It. So we went to five different cities, five different locations: uh, Texas, Florida, Washington D.C., New York, and California, of course, various places. And we filmed in their house. Imagine 24 people who are quarantined. Yeah. And they don't want to talk to anybody. And they are scared to talk to anybody. And they are celebrities, of course, and they don't talk to people anyway to start with. And now there is more reason not to talk. So uh, from that perspective, that in itself is a documentary, how how this one, how this is done. Uh, this is an accomplishment. And we heard feedback from, you know, people from the industry, uh, seasoned, you know, professionals, professionals. Uh, I won't give the names at this time, but they said uh, this is an incredible stuff. How it is done, forget about what it is done. Uh, 
Neil, let me jump in, just remind our listeners, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net, and we're having a fascinating conversation about Trump versus Hollywood, a documentary film that's going to be shown very soon, and we're talking about the two that made it happen. That's uh, Daphne Barak and Bill Gunasty. And in just a minute, we're going to continue with uh, Bill, and then but and then we'll have some more from Daphne to finish up the show. But let me remind you, we also have a book called uh, Bedrock Truths by Doc Holliday, Dr. Alveda King, and Dr. Alex McFarland. Now, for those who are keeping up with books, uh, Dr. Alveda King has a new book called Why Trump? And you can check out by uh, Googling uh, Dr. King or put her in a search engine, Dr. Alveda King, and you can find out how to get her new book, Why Trump. If you want the book that I wrote with Dr. Alveda King and Dr. Alex McFarland, that is called Bedrock Truths. You can go to www.docholiday.org, and we'll have it on the front page of the website. we got a new website, so some things have changed. We're trying to get some things back up, so bear with us on that, but we'll try to get the front page of the book there. And what an outstanding job Web Talk Radio is doing. We appreciate them and what they do to keep our show on the Internet 24 hours a day so you can listen to it anytime you want to and go back in the archives and listen to our past shows. Now, let's get back with Bill. Like an American should have, did have, until these globalists came to helm, at the helm, to uh-huh. helm uh, like the pro-Trump people who joined us in this documentary. So 24 people, you can evenly split half from anti-Trump, half pro-Trump. They all came and talked like a common, with a common sense, like a normal American would. And like and like we did. should, so right? So they took a risk. Yeah, like, like we all should be doing instead of uh, uh, in the streets fighting each other. We, we need to be talking to each other. Exactly. I'm going to give to Daphne so she can give you all those good names. Thanks, Bill. And, uh, all right, Daphne, tell us some names that be in this documentary. And, and you know, they say Kevin Sorbo said, thank God for independent film. No, they wouldn't give me a job. Dean Kane. and by the way, they say that Trump supporters are not educated, Doc. Uh-huh. Dean Kane is a Princeton grad, you know, very educated guy, like a little looking one. I'm and, glad you told me that. I, I did not know that. I bet my listeners did, don't either. Yeah, he's a Princeton grad. He said, I wasn't even a Republican all the time. I decided to to vote for Trump very intellectually. Ted Nugent, you would think you go to a 300-acre uh, range in Waco, you know, Texas, and yeah. you would think, oh, this guy probably is not educated. The way he speaks about the conservative uh, method is so intellectual that so uh, informative that even my editor, I told you a very famous uh, film director, who is a liberal, when we hired him, he said, you have to know I'm a liberal. I said, I used to be a liberal. I became Republican as long as you're a good editor. And you remember, it's my film. Yeah. We're good. And yeah. we became close friends. And he actually is so worried right now about Trump health. He actually started to like him well, while editing the film, right? From just editing the film. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, he's the one who said, Daphne, Listen to Ted Nugent. It's amazing to hear 
that he's not only a, just a right wing, he has a reason to be a conservative. He made his, his homework, you know. Mm-hmm. It, but what I did, even somebody as extreme as Ted Nugent, he said, I heard that you're friendly with Robert De Niro, Daphne. I said, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg yeah. is a friend. Robert De Niro is actually narrating my famous special with the president of Israel, Shimon Perez, right? Uh-huh. And we have worked with him very, very close. And he's a wonderful human being. Uh, now, I don't know what happened to him when he decided to st- start using the F word and F Trump and uh, and the Trump, it's a Trump, funny, <laughs> Trump it's a derangement funny syndrome. Story, I have to tell you before okay. uh, that Avi Lerner, the producer who, who worked with him and uh, with uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and everything, and tell tell from his point of view the famous uh, moment that De Niro was punching Schwarzenegger because he hated Trump. You remember uh-huh. that, right? Yes, right. It's, it's videotape. It, it was weird because I don't know what happened to him. But Avi said it was actually a dinner, a fundraiser dinner for the Israeli army. So there was both Sheldon Adelson, the billionaire from the right wing, that I brought him and Miri to Trump. They actually wanted to support Ted Cruz, right? Uh-huh. And on the other le- other side was the billionaire Fine Saban, another friend of Avi and I, who is the owner of Univision and supported Obama and Hillary Clinton and gave a lot of money. And Robert De Niro is there, and Avi is in the middle, and he, boom, he starts suddenly coming to Arnold Schwarzenegger and starting to scream and punch him. And Avi is in the middle getting one of the punch, and he catches De Niro and he said, Bob, what are you doing? Schwarzenegger, why are you punching? Everybody is entitled for their own opinion, but... Schwarzenegger doesn't even like Trump. <laughs> Do your homework, right? <laughs> oh. And now, Daphne, you said you talked to some rappers, and they talked about a conversation. What kind of conversation did the rapper say we as Americans need to have? Quote-unquote, un- we have to have this, quote-unquote, uncomfortable conversation. You know, it's not comfortable to have it, you know, but we have to have it. Otherwise, where do we stand? And by the way, Doc, you know, this documentary, Trump versus Hollywood, started actually in the last election, I mean, in my mind. I mean, we uh-huh. just started pre-production in January uh, after we saw the president in Florida several times. Uh, he was congratulating Bill on his book, uh, Game Changer, um, Trump and Erdogan took the only copy, stole the only copy before the book was out. And then we started to talk about how I brought our friend John, James, uh, John Voight, who is very close to Bill and I, mm-hmm. uh, fantastic human being, uh, closer to Trump. He was always a Republican, you know, always a conservative, but he became, we made him closer to Trump, and Trump is always so grateful to me. Uh, and uh, basically, so we talked about that, and it started actually with my friend Andrea Buccelli, probably the most famous vocalist in the world, most famous opera singer in the world who really considered to appear, uh, to perform at the inauguration in 2017. Uh, Trump did not lie. It, it, he really considered it. I, Bill and I have made a special, a one-hour special with Buccelli and his wife, Veronica, called Maestro at home, and we were very close to them. And Veronica was with me on the phone. And the moment uh, it was leaked to the media, boom, uh, I mean, Bucelli received such threats. We are not oh, talking man. only social media. I mean, they they threatened physically on his life, mm. on his little daughter Virginia, and he had to to back off. And actually, Regate, the deputy campaign manager, which I did uh, his book uh, to plea or not to please, this 
the story of the Mueller investigation right. and Regate. Uh, Regate says in the film that he explained how Buccelli, you know, was uh, was so um, you know so uh, threatened that Trump graciously actually says, "Don't do it." I, I totally understand. Uh, but unlike unlike people think, Buccelli was there, right? Uh, mm. So that really uh, brought an inauguration that had no celebrities. You remember the film showed also how Elton John uh, backed immediately, backed out, and it was it was a bit uh, you know uh, a bit weird. So right now uh, we looked at the in the world a two words which are not supposed to exist in our society and the two were the black listing it was at our friends uh, Ann Palmer uh, home in Beverly Hills which there was a fundraiser for Trump as you remember months ago and Deborah Messing uh, suddenly started to tweet let's see exactly who is going into the house and let's blacklist them mm-hmm. I mean blacklisting are we going back to McCarthy the darkest area in Hollywood when people almost committed suicide what are we talking about blacklisting for your own i mean for i mean even uh, in the documentary even people who really speak terribly against trump like eric roberts julia's uh, brother who vanity fair put him on the cover as the busiest actor in hollywood he does everything and he mm. says we have a lunatic in the white house but to, about blacklisting no, mm. even he said it cannot be, right? Even Mark Garagos, who is part of our film, one of the mm. most uh, powerful attorneys in Hollywood, which represented Michael Jackson. That's where Bill and I met him, because I did the famous special with Michael Jackson right. and his parents. He represented uh, Colin Kaepernick right now, Ice Cube. Even he said blacklisting, no. And he explains very intellectually how it's very bizarre that what's happening right now with Trump happened with Clinton historically. So uh, that's very, very dangerous uh, two words, and and we have to make sure that um, we deal with this because people should not be blacklisted or threatened. Well, uh, I know this is the United States of America. Yeah, people should have freedom of speech, especially in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And for me, Doc, it was very interesting. That's why Trump versus Hollywood, because... I happen to belong to both. You know, I have been part of Hollywood for a long time. As I said, I used to be a liberal. I hosted Hillary Clinton at my home in 2004. Uh, you know, I didn't support her last time. I supported Trump, famously. Uh, my husband has always been conservative, but I was a, a Hollywood liberal. You say that if you're not a liberal before you're 30, something is wrong with you. If you're a liberal after 30, something is wrong with you, right? So I'm right. one of these cases. <laughs> you're and, right. Uh, and basically, so I, I have friends on both sides of the aisle, and uh, it's true that, you know, it used to say that to have healthy marriage, dog, you don't want to talk about religion, right? Mm. Right now, I mean, to have healthy marriage or healthy friendships, I sometimes just avoid political conversations. Since Trump won the election, surprisingly to many, it's so toxic, this conversation, that... I mean, there's some friends of mine in Hollywood that I simply stay away, you know, from from one of the most uh, important issues to our life, and that's politics. Now, like, just to tell you that Trump versus Hollywood is not really political; it's actually social. It's so it shows our society, very divided society, 
And I think we are in a very crucial moment, and the documentary shows it. It's, uh, either we can start a dialogue and let's talk, or we're going to go into two Americas and it will be beyond repair. It will be very, very scary. Uh, I mean, Avi Lerner and Brett Ratner are saying, Brett Ratner was want to plan to film Rush 4. You remember he became so famous for Rush 1 and 2 with Jackie Chan yep, and, right. uh, and Chris Tucker. And basically, he doesn't know when he will, because of the whole, uh, you know, international perception of us. Avi Lerner said, I made hundreds of millions of dollars uh, for Expendable and many movies because he made 450 movies because I used to pre-sell them to the Far East. And right now, it's not happening because the world is looking at America, violence, riots, looting. I mean, they're not looking up to us anymore. They're looking down at us. They're looking, what the hell is going on there? Well, and, and that's the international picture. I'm sure the, the, the scenes that come have come out from this summer in America is, is, is unsettling to the world. And, and this election is just throwing everything in a uh, sort of a deeper tension that is, I'm hoping your film, as it comes out, will help people realize no matter who wins the election, we've got to talk to each other and we've got to be able to have freedom of speech. That's what's made America great, that we have freedom of speech. So I do, yeah. I do believe this film that you're putting out will help people uh, sit back and see what we are as a nation and and that we have to talk to each other. And the one thing I want to end this in a good note is he said that the president of one of the three networks, uh, which is going to promote it heavily, said the big thing about it is that it's inclusive. That I mean, you know, Doc, you have, you know, after the George Floyd thing, I looked at Oprah, which I, by the way, uh, I, of course, uh, think so highly of her, but she said, she did like a show, where are we going from now? Where are we going next, right? But I look, all the people she put there were all black. I mean, aren't we supposed to be white, black, yellow, red, whatever, in order to, to move forward? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know, even on, on uh, you know, our side of the of the aisle, you know, the Republican, conservative, we, we are just interviewing each other, which is not good. This uh, big film, it's two hours and four minutes, Trump versus Hollywood, shows all sides. It shows the Trump supporters and their pain, uh, they show and, and their conviction that feel that they, are, they would support him and all those are being, they have paid a price. It shows Trump, uh, you know, uh, opponents in, in Hollywood like, uh, uh, you know, Eric Roberts or Mark Gergos right. or others. It shows, I mean, Claudia Jordan who used to be a friend of him and uh, Prantis and went against him, um, you know, and it shows... Uh, on the on Jay Balvin, who one of the biggest Latino singers, who basically cancelled his performance in Miss uh, Universe after Trump made his announcement on uh, June 2015 because of his remarks about Mexicans. He knows his audience; he's part of this. And on the other hand, you have uh, you know famous uh, black rappers and, and the players and comedians like Eric B and uh, Money B and Too Short and uh, DeRay Davis and Big Baby, and, and they're all, uh, by the way, they were more, more lined like Killer Mike and everything. It just, you know, it's only two hours and four minutes we wanted it to flow. It's not that there will not be a sequel. So uh-huh. it's really inclusive, everybody, in one film. So it's, 
it actually, you know, um, the target audience is not a specific one. It's all of us, one America, every, every part of America. And we are running out of time. I could talk to Daphne and Bill all day long, but we got to end it. And I just want to say, go out and see their documentary or check it when it comes on television, Trump versus Hollywood. And you know you got the first access to it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. To find out more, go to Fighting for One America. That means fighting, spelled out four as in the number four, one O-N-E America dot com. Check it out. And I'm telling you, <laughs> this has been a just a real gift to have Daphne and Bill to talk about their film. The one of the few things that were made during the COVID crisis in Hollywood. So go see it, and we'll talk to you next week on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.